Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a commission podcast. It's been a while. We we fell into a house of the dragon, and then this particular commission has been like the ever given cargo ship just stuck in the Suez Canal, blocking up the works. Like it's an impossible. You can't shift it. Uh, I had a co- uh, the, the gym by my standard co-host said, "Fuck this. It's sports. I'm out." I had to go all the way to Pacific Northwest to bring my my dear friend Jay. Uh, of uh, personal arrogance, of bad b- books by worse people, of of Mr. Feeney. Why is Mr. Feeney a car? Fame. Jay, welcome, welcome to this commission podcast. Thanks. I was gonna do a bit where I pretended to be Gino f- at first. Jim, <laughs> talking sorry, Jim. talking super Jim fan. Jones here. <laughs> I, I'm Jim Jones, NFL super fan, fan of the. Uh, what would he be? A Chargers fan. Oh, he's yeah, a Padres fan, isn't he? He's born and born and uh, that's that's where he started his life at. But I think he he moved to the Midwest about seven. He's a seven, so I don't know. He's not really a fan of any sports. Period. He he was a Pacers yeah, fan yeah. for a brief time in the nineties and early aughts. Really, that's been wow. it. Wow, um, interesting. That's some so, deep lore there. Some real, yeah. You, you got to go to the Super Bowl podcast. By the way, we are doing a podcast on Super Bowl Fifty Two. Some madman by the name of Dustin commissioned this podcast really outside the box thinking. He said, well, you said any two-ish hour-long media, and it turns out uh, (laughs) this Super Bowl, sans commercials, sans Justin Timberlake halftime performance, uh, is a trim two hours and 38 minutes. So Jay and I recently got together on his uh, Twitch channel, and we live-watched this thing. Uh, took some notes, and he wants us to talk about it. Uh, This is a dedicated Eagles fan. If you don't know, Super Bowl 52 is where the underdog Philadelphia Eagles uh, overthrew. I guess you can't overthrow the Patriots dynasty. They still won like six of these fuckers. Uh, He he, he definitely kept them from getting another. You know? Uh, They they definitely kept them from getting another. Cock blocked the championship. (laughs) I was trying Uh, to relate it to like... David slew Goliath. It's like when, uh, or, or, like, who is that, uh, Guy Fox tried to take over the, the British Par- Parliament yeah. for a minute or something, uh-huh. like, uh-huh. and delayed an existing I monarchy. See. I see. Threw yeah. a monkey wrench in the, in, in the, the machinery for a season or two. Um, I was, yeah, I, I thought it's like, this is interesting. Uh, I asked Jim if he, and he's like, I just don't think we could turn this around because, like, I, you know, you're, I, I don't get this. I don't understand this. Not particularly interested in it. Uh, but we're able to uh, sub in at uh, Commissioner Dustin's approval. My man Jay here. Mm. Uh, Commissioner works two ways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's the good L of this project. Yeah. Um, 
Well, first off, I will say that if you are a fan of the New England Patriots, I would highly encourage you to shut this podcast off now. There's nothing but pain. There's nothing but pain ahead of you. If you no, like this is, Tom Brady, this is Bill Belichick, box. Robert Kraft, uh, the, the, the New England sports franchise as a whole, you know, you guys got a lot of rings. You guys got a lot of well, what do they call the NBA trophy? The, uh, the I, 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 don't I, do, I don't know. It, Pacers never won one. So who gives a fuck? I'm from Seattle. You got, you got a lot of <laughs> I, I don't the, the golden baseball. You got a lot of Cy Young rookie cards. You got it. You guys have so much winning in your right. city. You don't you don't need to dwell on the few times you've fallen short in the <laughs> past few decades. That's something uh, uh, that's something a, a city with a massive inferiority complex would do and that's not you guys you guys are just as good as every other city on the east coast so hold your head up high head on over to another one of our fine podcasts uh it's just yeah it's pain ahead having said that jay what's your experience with the national football league uh what 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 team if any holds your allegiance and how do you feel about the new england patriots yes i've uh tipped my hand in this a little bit i am a seattle seahawks fan um the funny thing is i i didn't really get into nfl football until probably around 2009 squarely in the matt hasselbeck well tail end of the matt hasselbeck Mm. era for the seahawks and it was because i got in a uh i broke up a long relationship and i i started watching football because it distracted me and it was something that had no connection at all at all to my ex-girlfriend. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, started watching uh, football around then, and then I've come to really enjoy watching it. As for the uh, the Patriots, I mean, you know. You know the interception on the one-yard line, the repeat that never was. One of the rings on Tom Brady's hands is at the expense of the Seattle Seahawks. So, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, Again, now, it's funny because like it's so rare to have an interconference or, or extra conference rival. You know, usually you hate your divisional rivals, uh, people the inside your conference that you play once or twice a year. You can get a real nice hate boner going for the only right. way you get an extra conference uh, <laughs> like feud like that is over a, a, a lost Super Bowl. It's the only way it can happen. That's true. I think it's a one-way feud. I don't yeah. think the it's it's that John Ham meme. Like the yeah. Patriots are like, we don't think about the, you at you all. At all right? You're just a, you're just our, our thumb. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, I I um I started so like it's it's funny because I've got an interesting relationship with the Patriots. The first season I can really remember being excited about watching football is like the 85 season and the Colts had just come to the city Uh, and Mm. most people in Indianapolis were Bears fans and Bears had Mm. a really fun, exciting team. They had this like punk rock Jim McMahon, uh, you know, this this guy wearing mirrored mirrored sunglasses and spiked hair. And he was, you know, he had an attitude. He's the bad boy. And he had Mike Ditka is like, you know, just battleship of a man. And and uh, uh, Walter Payton, sweetness. 
uh, greatest running back of all, one of the greatest running backs of all time. You got William the Refrigerator Perry. They went mm-hmm. to the Super Bowl that year, and I was very excited. And they had the, the Patriots had the misfortune to be this monster football team's punching bag. Uh, <laughs> they beat them forty six to ten. Oh. And I was just like, oh, damn, that's like uh, I, I really like the Bears, but I felt bad for the Patriots. And in fact, I remember really kind of rooting for wasn't it the that they got over on the Rams or that that uh, Tom Brady's uh, the year we took over from Bledsoe. And mm. I got clear memories of rooting for them because they were the underdogs. And like Tom Brady just looks so happy. I can I just this image of him <laughs> like holding his head, like his mind's being blown, his confetti's <laughs> falling. Like, how is this happening to me? This wasn't. Uh-huh. And these and I'm like, God, these 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 seem like a, a hard working group of young men. Uh, <laughs> they 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 defied the odds and they won. Good for them. That's the last time I will feel good about this franchise <laughs> for the next several decades, because I am an Indianapolis Colts fan. And they are the reason that this city doesn't have but one Super Bowl title to our name. I, I fully <laughs> I believe if it wasn't for the Patriots, we'd have two or three more Super Bowl victories. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, we had so many crushing fucking defeats uh, in January games where fucking Bilicek is like Saruman calling down the, the winter storm amongst the hobbits so they can't make it through the gap of rope. It's just so so much, so many fucking soul-crushing season-ending losses at the hands of these merciless bastards that I, I, I fucking hate them. I fucking hate Bill Belichick. I hate Tom Brady. I kind of hate the fans, you know, because that was... <laughs> oh, yeah. that, that, I, they're just, there's like... Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a fandom more obsessed with like class oh. and respect yet show so little of it publicly. Right. It's just, yeah. and I'm a Midwestern. <laughs> so that's a Midwestern. So that's like a, a doubles offensive to me. Yeah. I, I root against these guys every chance I can get. And when they go in a Super Bowl, it's always like this twin thing. It's like, man, if they win, I'm going to feel like shit. Like I do. I do. When the Patriots win a Super Bowl and they're like hanging around for a week or two and I see the fucking time magazines and the people magazines and that it makes me physically ill. But man, every once in a while they get fucking taken down and out and it's the best <laughs> feeling ever. And this was one of these games. This is one of those games where it's it's like nothing kind of went right for them. Like every right break and call that they typically would get uh that's just it just didn't come together for him and the wild thing about watching this game this is only the second time i've seen it i can't believe it. like i felt like it was in the bag from almost the beginning like every ever since the fil- the, the 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 eagles got that uh weird fourth and goal completion with the philly special it's like mm-hmm. well, they're just not going to lose this game there's no fucking way yeah, I don't know. I kind of remember it being a little bit more back and forth. It was a really fun game to watch, for sure. Um, and a ton, ton of offense. Not a great defensive effort, I would say. Yeah, other than, like, you know, the really fluky interception that falls, you know. Uh, it's one of those things. I hate it when a quarterback throws the ball, hit the receiver in the hands, the ball, the receiver bobbles it, it goes up and then someone just grabs it. It's like this wild play. I feel like they, they shouldn't, they shouldn't they track interceptions differently. 
Like if a right, quarterback like, yeah, misses the yeah. target and it's picked off or misreads the coverage, the guy jumps uh-huh. and pay, fine. But it goes into the intended receiver's hands. He throws it up in the air. It's yeah, like, how is that yeah. the fucking quarterback's fault? <laughs> there should be like interception, uh-huh. QB, interception, for... REC something. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah get inter- a true... Interceptions adjusted for bad hands. <laughs> yeah, for brick for hands. Receivers. Yeah. <laughs> that, that should be a thing, right? Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, I just remember, and maybe it's just because I knew, you know, watching this again, that the, what the ultimate result was, but I just felt like the ebb and flow in the game. It just felt like there, other than maybe at the very end, um, where it's like, you know, Tom Brady, he's within a one possession. He's got two minutes and a timeout. You think, oh my God, you know, he's going to, but like that, that's the only time where I felt like it was kind of like a nail biter. Uh, the Philly just felt like in control the whole game is wild. Uh, yeah, I'm scrolling around here. At the end of the third, it was uh, Philadelphia was up by two scores. But I, I seem to remember um, it being a one-score game for a lot of the... Yeah. A lot of it. And here, you know, it's the fourth quarter, five minutes left, and New England's up by one, you know. Yep. 32-33. I, that's I, that's the only part of the game where I started that started to feel, I guess, kind of tense for me. And I, I feel like I remember even that from watching it the first time that I was like kind of weirdly confident until like, again, the last couple of minutes where it's like, oh, Jesus, what if Eagles choked us yeah. away? No, it totally felt like it was being set up for yet another Tom Brady comeback, mm-hmm. you know, special. Yeah, I want to talk more about that in detail. I guess I got yeah. I got off track because I also want to ask you how you felt about the Eagles. Like, do you have any oh, special Eagles. animosity towards them or? <laughs> well, so actually, now that I think about it, this was a Super Bowl for cities that are known for being assholes, kind of. Like, you got your assholes from Boston and then the, and Philadelphia is like always sunny in Philadelphia, you know, sure. it's kind of got like that. Scumbag sort of the famously through through batteries uh, at Santa Claus <laughs> when they tried to roll him out of the Eagles game. It's like, yeah, it, they they're rowdy. It, it might be the worst possible city matchup. Like what would even, what would rival them? Las Vegas? Hmm. I mean, old school Raiders and Cleveland might've given them a run for Mm. their money, but, but yeah, yeah. Um, but, (laughs) and I, I mentioned this during the stream. I feel like there should be solidarity between the Seahawks and the Eagles because we're both bird teams. We're both from smaller coastal cities we're, we both have green in our uniform. We both have exactly one Super Bowl win at this point. But I don't think that there is any solidarity there. Is there a lot of beef? Do you guys have like some bad losses or bad? Do you no, know? Actually, I think for some reason, the Seahawks kind of own the Eagles. Mm, so maybe they see because that's a lot of time. I, I like for I actually think the Colts Patriots rivalry was more of a feud because they beat the hell out of us a lot more than we beat them and in much more meaningful games. Like the so only time it, we really is a one sided. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know there's a lot of heat in the fan and there's always like, I, I think it was made more complicated by the rivalry of like Peyton Manning and, and Tom right. Brady, like who's going to be the best quarterback. And that's, that's another reason I hate the Patriots is I thought it's like, oh, man, when I get old in the nursing home and we're all sitting around playing Dungeons and Dragons and, you know, <laughs> Halo Master Chief Collection, 
Sure. One of the fun things going to be is like debate with some Massachusetts kids about like mm. who is better, Peyton kids. Man. It's like that's just not it's it's not a debate anymore. Like Tom no. Brady is just kind of unquestionably the greatest quarterback of all time, and I hate that. Yet it's true. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where it's like I would like to deny its trueness, but like I also style myself as a rational person. He just. Yeah. He's got seven Super Bowl rings. Yeah, it's um, like he's yeah. doesn't he has something ridiculous. Like he's got like uh, uh, he's got as many playoff wins as the next two winning this quarterbacks combined. It's like yeah. it's just, he's just ridiculously clutch in these situations. <laughs> I, I I didn't used to believe I didn't used to believe there was a thing such as clutch. I thought it was like skilled and preparedness that like you know. Mm. But like Tom Brady defies that shit because he just like more often than not doesn't miss in these high pressure situations. Um, what's, what's funny is I think he's losing a playoff game as we record this. <laughs> is he really? Well, I mean, that's I the so. thing is like, he's 40, isn't he like 45 years old he's now? Way old. He's, he's playing football at 45 <laughs> it, Eddie, in a playoff. It is. It's insane. Yeah. I, like I, I remember like Joe Montana had a resurgence with the chiefs and everybody's like, Oh my God, look at this old man slinging the ball. And he was only like 37. Like it's, it's just insane how yeah. uh, durable <laughs> this guy is. It pays to be a pocket passer. That's for sure. I yeah. mean, they'll yeah. take big hits and uh, don't run the ball up the middle. Like I, I don't know. You can make an argument. I, I, I think that there are maybe some like for, three or four weeks other quarterbacks that for that tiny stretch of time were better than Tom Brady. Like I think like Cam Newton at prime Cam Newton is like, was so fun to watch. So phenomenal, mm-hmm. but he was doing, he was trying to do backflips over people and stuff. Like you just, yeah. life's tough for the scrambling quarterback, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whether Drop it's your play pass. style or you're forced to, it's, it's, uh, mm-hmm. you just, you just get the, the slings and arrows catch up with you a lot sooner. But yeah, even totally. even even still, like he's just been remarkably durable. Um, and like, I, man, I don't even think I would hate Tom Brady that much, except for he's got this thing where he just won't shake people's hands when he gets beat. Oh yeah, and the worst he's loss, what? the most guaranteed, he's going to sulk off into the locker room. And I just yeah. think that's so fucking at his level, at the, what he gets paid, his his place in the game. That is so fucking bush league. That shit that you would should have got beat out of him when he was playing pee wee. But what it's, just, it's 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 so fucking ridiculous. And what's even worse, he pretends to not know what people are talking about when they ask him about it. Oh, mm-hmm. people are still fucking salty because I didn't say shake Nick Foles. I didn't even think anything. Fuck you. This <sighs> is like Google it. There's numerous think pieces written about it. You just it's like it it's a it's a it's a gross pattern, dude. Like get over yourself. Fuck this guy. Anyway, but is that maybe like without that does he? Does he become Tom Brady is the thing without that extra competitive taking it personal? The thing is, it's like, okay, and maybe this is like because, like, I guess Michael Jordan's the same way. Michael Jordan, uh, great basketball player, seems like he is a huge piece of shit if he was on you're on the floor (laughs) with him. Like he's just going to, you know, he's he he's absurdly like takes everything personal, like to, to the extent that it's a fucking meme. Uh, maybe it is. Maybe the the drive to com- the, the compete turns you into some kind of maniacal kind of asshole. But like, I don't know. Like, it seems like that's a unique Tom Brady thing. 
Oh, uh, but you're forgetting about a little man named Aaron Rodgers. What? Is he not? Is he refused to shake her hand or two? Uh, I don't know if he will refuse to shake your hand, but he's a like he's a I won't talk to my family guy. Just really, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Oh. I'm, I'm just I'm just repeating the dumb rumors that I see tweeted and stuff. Okay, because I don't I don't I don't even know anything about Aaron Rodgers' lore other than for, I, I think he might be a decent sport, but yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I, I can't imagine I agree with the politics of pretty much anyone on the NFL true, football field. <laughs> true, this is true. Um, mm, football players, class traders, yes or no? Interesting. We'll think mm, about that. Maybe mm. return to it. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I, 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 I never like. My, I have only positive thoughts, I guess, about the Eagles myself. Um, I remember I won. Okay, but that Santa f- Claus thing. I mean, like I said, here's the other thing. I've been to Philadelphia a couple of times and I and it's always been in like, you know, the weather's been gorgeous or whatever. When I went out there, I have never found the Philadelphia people to be anything but pleasant. Interesting. Okay. Like maybe when they're whipped up in a Coliseum setting, they'll they'll, right. they'll tend to, to throw us a, a battery at a Santa Claus. But like if you meet him on the street <laughs> and the sun shining and 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 you're waiting in line for a Philly cheesesteak and everybody's kind of happy about it. It's like, I, I don't know. It seems like a good seems like a good vibe. What I love about the battery throwing is that it it demonstrates intent. The fact that they brought the presumably right. used batteries like you're probably Somebody not throwing. going to taste this battery's wrath. <laughs> yeah. Who's the target? Aha. It's not like it was free battery day at the stadium or something. First, first 10,000 people get a depleted D-cell battery. <laughs> they have all the security guards. That they're just like, that's, that's, that's how they, they replace their mag light day. That's the same thing. Yeah. They're just all unscrewed and just tapping out the four to them. Here you go. Here you go, Timmy. Uh, like throwing a beer bottle is one thing, right? <laughs> because it's there, you're drunk, the, right? You know, it's a I just, it's I just, a normal I just, part. <laughs> got these guys as these beefy security dudes handing out batteries to little kids, and they're like, "Now, <laughs> look, Mister Rogers is singing a national anthem, and you'll be tempted." <laughs> But keep in mind, Santa Claus is coming for the halftime show. So, like, uh, I do. Uh, there's a there's a rich tradition. Is this an American thing of throwing things on fields? Surely not. Oh, okay, I bet actually, they get pretty rowdy over in in football land. Football, yeah, that's right. They they will like throw fireworks on the field in in Europe. Yeah, a lot of streaking um, too. A lot of streaking. Yeah, I like a good streaker, more prevalent than man. an American. You like him? Oh yeah, I love a streaker. That's I do too. That's my favorite part. <laughs> anything, anything that it, that is like, uh, I don't know, man. Like that, that, that's interesting about stadium sports. Is like when weird stuff breaks out, people love it. Like when a bird yeah. gets loose, and or, <laughs> or like a dog runs on a field, or a naked person. Yeah. It's like it's just like yeah, and you root for him instantly. It's like that's more important than the game. Yeah. This yes. naked guy yes. beating the security dudes. Fresh off a hand and D cell batteries out the kids, like you you root for them instantly. I have a uh, I don't want to derail the conversation, but I do have a, a stadium champion uh, of the people story like that. I saw Monday Night Football. The Seahawks hosted the the um, Detroit Lions. It was the batted ball game, 
and there was like a fat mm. guy in our in our row, and I had like nosebleeds. And this fat guy got up, and he takes his jersey off, and starts like swinging it around. And everyone's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, yeah!" They're going nuts for this guy swinging his his jersey around, right? Right. And then um, security comes out and uh, escorts him out, and everyone's like, "Boo, boo!" And then a woman stands up and takes off her jersey, and she's wearing a bra, but nothing but a bra, and starts sure. swinging that around. Nothing. Crickets. And then they bring the fat guy back, and he sits back in his seat, and everyone's like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it was wild. Why did security talk? I, I thought you could stand up and swing your shirt around. Is that not... Uh, that's, not that's not acceptable behavior? Maybe the nosebleeds? Maybe in primetime game, maybe? maybe? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Nash, the no fun league, some people yeah. called it. Anyway, what the other positive association I have with the Eagles is Don McNabb pretty much single-handedly won me a fantasy football championship one uh, year because okay. he scored a bunch of fucking points. What was his prime? It was coterminous Ish. with like the peak of like he was right there in the peak of like Brady and Breeze and 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 Rogers and that he was just like didn't oh, really? have the longevity. Okay. Uh, hmm. you know, because he took a lot of hits too, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I I don't have any. Yeah, they're the NFC team. I like their. I think their uniforms are pretty cool. I like and the unis. Yeah, classy, classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, good color combination. You love that. Love that. Uh, like Hunter racing green. Uh, Kelly, so yeah. is that Kelly green? There's a what green? Kelly green, or is that a different type of green? Damn, I thought I was fancy busting out racing and Hunter. I don't even know. <laughs> it's no action green. I'll tell you that. Um. The Eagles had a pretty good story coming into this year. Like they they styled themselves as the underdogs, and no one really believed in yeah. them. Uh, their golden boy quarterback Carson Wentz got, oh, got folded right. up, stacked up, and Nick Foles had to start. And uh uh-huh. big Nick, you know, big Dick Nick, big Dick Nick. And turns out he was. Uh, I haven't kept up with Nick because like this is when I started kind of falling out of football league. Has he done well since? Is he still a pretty highly regarded quarterback? Was this a a right time, right kind of. I think it's more right time, right place. I think he's been kind of traded around a lot, but now I'm wondering if I'm thinking of Wentz. I think in my brain, I could tell a little Wentz bit. Because Carson Wentz is like really hot potato. Um, right. The yeah, I want because this is something that Dennis is, or I'm sorry, Dustin was curious to hear us talk about. Um, Damn, commission a whole podcast and he gets your name wrong. <laughs> that's Dustin wanted us to talk about like you know what we knew about the you know uh, because like Frank Reich came from uh, Philadelphia um, had some success with the Colts Uh, we you know had this kind of like and he's like oh we just got this one piece we're missing it's it's the quarterback you know Andrew Luck retires we haven't been able to get stability there I got this Carson when he was the real deal and we had a thing going in in, in Philadelphia and (laughs) Mm. and um, I think Carson Wentz kind of sucks. I don't know if he this injury just kind of like derailed his confidence or and 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 or what, but like I don't know, man. I watched the Colts because I got back into football last year, basically in the strength of the court, the the Colts really turning things around the back half of last season and the HBO Hard Knock series. Oh. And I found Carson Wentz and Frank Reich both to be very obnoxious. Like they yeah. talk about how. They met each other 
and they noticed that they had the same psalms as their screen lock on their phone. <laughs> wow. And they're like instantly brothers in Christ. And uh-huh. there was multiple times during hard knocks where Wince would sidle up to Reich during a practice and be like, coach, coach, you, you know what I've been thinking? This is a total Gideon situation. Frank would be like, oh, my God, I've been thinking the same thing. And I'm like, you fucking Jesus nerds has got to be the worst. And I, and I kept on thinking, it's like, what about this season is remotely analogous to Gideon? Did you did you cut your team to its roster by observing which players cupped water with their hands and drank from the river versus getting down on their, their hands and knees like dogs and lapping at it. Is that what you, did you defeat a much larger (laughs) army with 300 men by smashing clay jars at night that were filled in torches? What, what the fuck are you talking about? Wince? It's like, I, this guy and, and he just, Every time there seems like there's a high pressure situation, he folds. So, right. like, I think Nick folds. Mm. You know, maybe it's right like time. Jesus r- did though. It is a total Gideon situation. He lapped it like a dog, and he got he 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 delivered the goods. Because that's the thing. One thing that jumped out at me in this quarter in this uh, Super Bowl uh, win is just how on the money Nick Foles was with all of his passes. Like he was hitting, like covered receivers yeah long patterns and putting the ball where only the receiver could get it uh and it just looked smooth like these guys have been playing for years and i don't like again i don't i don't know if it just all came together for this one game or what but nick Foles just looked like fucking money right <clears throat> well it's because he worships the devil Right, he sold, he's before the game. Beelzebub. He sold his soul. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And the devil uh, delivers for the a thing. gold for a golden jo- jockstrap, <laughs> yeah. and he wore for that game. And uh, I mean, just like there were no wrong answers for Philly. That we talked about the Philly special, um, right? Which I got a jo- I got a kick out of because I was rewatching the game to take some more detailed notes of different parts and. You can actually hear him say Philly like they get in the huddle and the cameras right above them and you can hear him say Philly special and everyone's like clap and right. That's all he says. And they go to the they go to the line. He's in a shotgun formation. It's this really slick trick play on fourth and goal early in the game. Yeah. And he, he, he approaches the line like, you know, quarterbacks sometimes do. And he's flapping his arms hell? around like he's giving the line. He's giving the center directions. He's 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 calling like, uh, you know, uh, uh, the line motions and stuff. And he kind of steps to the side and freezes for a half second. The play it gets snapped. I don't know the running back, I presume. And Nick Foles himself rolls out, catches a touchdown pass. He's the only quarterback in Super Bowl history to both throw and catch a pass. In a Super Bowl. Okay, I thought this was like a play that like any team could run the Philly special. It's not. This is like this one play is the Philly special, according to yeah. I'm, it's it's I'm it's, looking it's, it up was, on Wikipedia right now. Yeah, it's it was it was designed. And what's what's really funny is that New England tried to run a version of the Philly special <laughs> earlier in the game, where Tom Brady <laughs> tries to catch and he just butterfingers it. The and then Bean they cu- Town Bummer, Bean Town Bummer, <laughs> the Bean Town Bummer. They run the Bean Town Bummer instead of Philly Special, and, <laughs> fuck- and and then Nick Foles runs it to perfection. It's just I don't know. That was such a wildly entertaining and gutsy and ballsy call, uh, and it just it, like, it just worked. It just completely befuddled the Patriots. It, the 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 Foles was wide open. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, yeah, that's and the, the reaction shot of the I, I don't know what this New England's defensive coordinator he looks like, uh, like Thor from the God of War, the new the Norse God of War games. Okay, uh, the reaction shots to him seeing this the the result of his play were were fucking priceless. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's not just going deep in the playbook. That's like taking a page out of the back of the playbook and then running it yeah. and then burning it and never <laughs> never running it again. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. wild. That's a that is a cool story. Yeah, uh, that's like um sometimes it is fun like these underdog teams like uh, you know, the Eagles this year, dare I say, like the Seattle Seahawks in our first Super mm. Bowl run. That was a fun one. Mm-hmm. You just know when there's something different about a team. It's, yeah. It, whereas the Patriots are like, we are a machine built to win Super Bowls, and that's what we do, versus like, we got something special this year, and we need to capitalize on it now, because it's a it's a thing. Yeah, I, we were talking about that <clears throat> in this live stream. I think the greatest era of my Colts fandom was like in the mid-90s. Like the cardiac Colts captain comeback Jim Harbaugh era where every right, year yeah. we were like projected to go like, I don't know, four and 12 or six and 10. And, pro- and probably we were getting these nine and seven and 10 and six seasons just barely getting into play. We went all the way to the AFC championship game against the Chiefs one year and gave them every bit that they could handle. Um, oh, I forgot about Chiefs fans when we were listing the most annoying fans in the league. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like is that divisional? Is that a divisional shit talk? No, or is not, it just... that's not even conference. Oh right, there, mean, yeah. Why you got so much smoke against the Chiefs? Uh, I don't another know, Super man. Bowl, Chiefs, another Super Bowl loss. Chiefs, Chiefs fans just cannot admit that Patrick Mahomes isn't the goat. They want to, they want to like give he's him. He's pretty the... fucking good, dude. You know he's great, and he might be the best in the league right now as of this moment but like they're they're already crowning him better than tom brady well that's fucking stupid and like like i don't i i honestly don't see how anyone's going to win more super bowl rings like it i don't know if it's possible i feel like this isn't painful enough to patriot fans but this is podcast so far do you know how hard it is to win six championships in the NFL in like the span of a decade plus like yeah, the, everything about the league rules is like Mario Kart right the, the further you get ahead yeah, the, the worse shell. you draft and it's eventually going <laughs> yeah. to catch up to you you're not going to be and the fact that they keep on fucking doing it and yeah. Belichick has been able to keep like you know, my Jedi mind trick Tom Brady to not ex- want top dollar for his services and things like that. It's just <laughs> that's the thing. And so, like he, uh, like Tom Brady married someone who makes more money than him, right? Is that true? Giselle I think she makes, makes more money than him. Wow. There's there's this hilarious image I saw online uh, of a newspaper from Brazil that says Giselle Bunchen's husband wins Super Bowl. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> uh, but uh. But like the the fact that he took like team friendly contracts, no one else does that. What is ah? Uh, it's like his 
I don't know. It, Man, it's like how much money other, is enough money? That was know? the other thing that stuck in my craw about the rivalries between Pats fans. Cause you know, I was, I lived on these message boards and we we're always talking shit. But like, the thing is, is like, man, us Colts fans enviously looked at Tom Brady's contract. Like what if Peyton Manning wanted to win more than he wanted to be the highest paid quarterback in NFL right. history? Right. Like you're worth it, dude. I'm not saying you are, but like there's a reason our fucking defense is like shaky right. at best. Yeah. And you're always having to clutch at these like when the playoffs come, it always gets rough and it always defense for and like the offense kind of slows down. We got to play in some fucking frozen muddle like Foxborough and you we get we get our asses kicked like maybe the hundred forty million dollar contract. Maybe we can put it, you know, get something besides glass cannons like I don't know. I, I just I yeah, it's. Uh, it's it's it sucks because yeah they they were able to beat the system it looks like that's one of the things uh, i've realized when i was doing research today and i re i researched a lot of stuff that's come out and been reported about tom brady and belichick and their relationship and bob craft and how the inner you know some people dispute it's this seth wickerman or something that wrote a whole book called it's better it's better to be feared uh about belichick which i'm gonna have to read but I've missed all the juicy Patriots goss, man. Like, <laughs> that's like the whole the oh, whole thing's crumbling, were, and and I've by, I've been blissfully unaware of it. So you were out by Deflategate. No, no, no. I like, man. Do we want to talk about no, Deflategate and Spygate and? I think those those are mostly nothing burgers. Right. It's fun but. to rub Patriots faces in it, but and mm-hmm. I do think that they're yeah, I do <laughs> think it's a pattern of but but that, it's the kind of win at all cost kind of thing, but uh I do love how um like suddenly a a, a Bostonian forklift driver with a GED becomes like a a climate scientist the moment the flight Dude, game comes up. That is so, I heard so much about PSI and bar yeah, and that, yeah. Oh my God. You're right. They're all credited by the National Meteorological Association yeah. overnight, overnight. They, they knew yeah. everything about that shit. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to, br- I was going to bring that shit up, but, uh, well, were you out by the other deflated balls? Um, I got out when uh, Andrew, so I stopped, I stopped watching football and discuss when Andrew Luck retired entirely okay. because of Colts mismanagement. Well, I'm trying to remember when it lines up with the, uh, the Robert Kraft, uh, happy ending massage parlor scandal. I was aware of that. What's a, oh, a billionaire gets his pud tug like oh my yeah, god yeah. where are my pearls that right. i may clutch them uh, uh i mean anyway. my owner's in and out of rehab like every five years so i you know seems like a great guy kind of a tragic uh, figure uh you know but but yeah anyway um, Seahawks got lucky, man, with Paul Allen. Paul Allen saved the Seahawks because they were gonna move until he <sighs> bought it, and then he really helped turn that team around. And then he died. No, a good owner it. makes so like it, there's nothing worse it's than rooting a, yeah. for a football team or any kind of team where your ownership's just bad because yeah. like there, there's nothing you can change coach, <laughs> you can change general managers, but as long as the guy on top that's paying the bills is insane. Or an asshole, right. or indifferent, or whatever. Like, there's indifferent nothing you can do. Indifferent might be the worst, too. Yeah, yeah. When it's like, well, whatever. We're this this product that we sell makes a ton of money. What if we go 
you know, uh, what is it now? 10 and seven or, or one in 16. It still makes money. Yeah. Uh, God, I guess we should talk more about the game. Uh, I'm just winging. I have no idea how to cover the Super Bowl as a pop. There's a lot of weird shit in this game that I remembered on, on rewatch. Like, you know, Nick Foles has this beautiful first uh, touchdown pass and like the momentum's rolling. They missed the extra point. All right. Yeah. Right at the start of the second quarter, one of the 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 most entertaining things in the world happens. Uh, Patriots receiver Brandon Cooks tries to hurdle this defensive back. Uh, I forget his name's McLeod, and he jumps and just fully on puts his dick in McLeod's yeah. face, and then yeah. gets body slammed. It's like. The funniest fucking thing. Like, he just had his wild hair to try to jump this man. And the yeah. guy just stood tall. It's like, nope, I'm just going to eat your dick. Hurdling. And- yeah. Hurdling is usually a bad move in the NFL. But who wins that scenario? Because the guy technically made a good tackle. Yes. Stopped him. Stopped the mm-hmm. hurdle. You know, the play dies there. But he made that good tackle by using his face on the guy's junk. <laughs> you know? I mean, I, the guy the I'm still saying the guy whose ass is flat on the field was the loser in that scenario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who who uh, posted to? It's like Cooks just a few plays later is going to go out of the game yeah. uh, on a, an unfortunate helmet-to-helmet collision that I don't think was uh, – there was no foul on that play. It's just that he literally is looking the other way and just yeah. ran in this guy full force. Yeah, uh, that was a little bit of an ambulance pass. Just – yeah, running so with your head backwards, you know. That's weird. The other thing that was weird that they kept on re- referring in the game was the fact that Malcolm Butler, one of the, well, he was the pa- one of the Patriots' best cornerbacks, the defensive backs. I'm not sure if he's a corner. Uh, hero of the game against your uh, guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right, and I do got to mention this. I mentioned it in the stream, but I want to bring it up for this. I dated a Patriots fan who had a small yippy dog that was named Malcolm after Malcolm Butler. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was I thinking, man? What well, was I thinking? You know, <laughs> you, know uh, you were thinking at that part to try to hurdle. To try to hurdle McLeod. Um, I so so the, so he was sitting this whole game, and everybody like the announcers mo- they were kept on showing his face. Like, I wonder why isn't he? Why isn't he? Why isn't he getting it? We just found out in September of 2021 when this guy uh, unveiled this book, one of the details was that I guess the this guy got in a screaming match with defensive coach Matt Patricia during oh, a practice God. in the week before. And as what's kind of described benched- as a power play, wow. he benches him for the Super Bowl. Should have benched Matt Patricia, dude. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I thought that was it. So that was weird. Uh, they had missed extra points. Uh, you had Steven Gostowski, which uh, I don't know what he's doing now, but up to this point was known as like a really money automatic field goal kicker. Mm. Uh, this injury with uh, with Cook sets up a gimme 26 yarder that he completely dongs because the snap goes bad. The placeholder <laughs> puts the ball down in some kind of cockeye, laces everywhere position, and the, the, the Gost... Just just whiffs it. Um, that's very unpatriots like. Um, 
Oh, right, because Patriots had a good kicking game because they took your... Oh, no, you took their guy, We right? took theirs, and they got... Well, I mean, they kind of like... Adam Vinatieri was old. Turns out he still had a couple of good years left in him. But, you know, we kind of... Uh, the Patriots, yeah, let him get away for this, this you know, cheaper rookie, which probably they should have. Um, yeah, the, the kicking game, uh, specifically field goals and point after tries, that's like the biggest, like, head game in NFL, right? It's all yeah. about, like, having nerves of steel and being able to go out there in the big moment and deliver. <clears throat> and, um... And then, so it gets streaky, right? Because if if a guy like breaks his confidence, then so again, I was just I was browsing NFL uh, highlights right before we started recording this. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the game that just happened, the Cowboys kicker missed four PATs. (sighs) So you just like that's the thing. You get up in your head, and then your do you know how much. Yeah, because you start thinking after you missed the first two, like my team right. thinks I'm the biggest dildo in the entire planet. Because <laughs> you, you got to like, like the kickers got to be the low man on totem pole, and then you like you oh, know they're just these highly specialists. Usually the highest scoring player on any team, but right, yeah, <laughs> they don't they they cannot be touched. They're inviolate. There's like right. like fucking that diplomatic immunity on the field. <laughs> And all they got to do is one thing. And it's fine. If you miss a 50-yarder, you miss a 50-yarder. But you miss four consecutive points after? Right. That's fucking, like, the whole team's got to be like, put me in. I can probably right. kick this shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be the worst, dude. Do you think they have their own players union? They have, like, the, the kickers union. Them and the long snappers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They got, they got to fuck. Because the long snapper might be the most outside the team teammate. They're just like weirdos, man. There's there's, there's mm. only like a handful of plays that they and but like it's so important they burn a whole roster slot on that shit. Yeah, that is wild. Must be must be pretty uh, the, uh, long snap play must be highly underappreciated. One bad one bad long snap it goes sailing over your punter's That's head. True. That's, That's a true. game right there. They got and like they're so clutch because that almost never happens. No. Almost it's so never. memorable when it does because like those things are mm-hmm. just like yeah and they and they got to do that yep. and start block the guy in front of them so like the first yeah, play of Super Bowl Forty Eight, not a long <laughs> snapper but uh anywho I can't keep making everything about the Seahawks uh do you as, say, as wanna... a fan you do kind of everything is through the lens of your own fandom a little bit yeah. right. I had in my notes right about here, and we're, so we're going to go in on Tom Brady some more. Uh, yes. He's got the worst haircut. In Tom hell, Brady right? might be the most <laughs> handsome, goofiest-looking uh-huh. dude that I've ever seen, like, grace the cover of fashion magazines. Right. And I, I looked up Tom Brady fashion magazines. He's, he's posing a- in dog collars. He's petting oh. baby goats while wearing what looks like his mm-hmm. wife's Ugg boots. He's, right. and, and he's got two modes like he can have a, a decent haircut and sh- <laughs> the worst clothes or he can have finely <laughs> tailored suits and just a haystack like <laughs> like like fucking uh, Nick Nolte hair. Uh, I, 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 there's no in between. <laughs> and in this <laughs> and in this and this and this in this era, he's got kind of like the crazy homeless Nick Nolte hair. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't, weird, huh? I like like some god awful late seventies Arnold Schwarzenegger shit he's pulling off, and I don't, I don't under, I don't understand. He's tall, he's fit, he's conventionally good looking. How I, I expect this kind of shit from Peyton Manning because he's naturally he's just a goofy dude. He looks like a thumb with eyes and a mouth. Tom Brady mm-hmm. shouldn't be, and he's married to a supermodel. How is he just not put together? Yeah, it's weird. He's so I've I've found the graphic that they used where we all started dunking on his haircut here. He's got like kind of like short cropped hair on the sides, but then like bangs. I think what maybe was happening is like he's getting a little bit of uh receding hairline going up the sides like I do. Oh. So he like grew out bangs in the middle. He has like a comb forward. He's got like a tropical storm version of the Donald Trump hurricane. Like only it's you just can starting see this, to form obviously. and, and, yeah. and, and but, gather strength. But yeah, he, you and but now and he's rich enough to get plugs. So like now like he, mm. when as as he gets the plugs put in, then his hair looks better. I That's don't know. true. He probably did go to some Turkish hair scientists at some point, huh? Had to have. The other thing about Tom Brady is like uh I, I think Peyton Man is pretty funny. I like the suit. I know we differ about this. I like his commercials. I like his his. Uh, I just said he was you know, bad Saturday on Live. SNL. No, he was good on SNL. <laughs> okay. That that uh, what was the charity the charity commercial where he's like just dis- brutalizing those kids? Uh, oh, that, it's so fucking that funny. That was funny. That was that was funny. The United Way. Um, yeah. I thought that was pretty. I, I uh, Tom Brady is anti funny. Did like, Tom Brady ever do SNL? Yes. I can't believe oh. we're not comparing this because it's like, okay. I think that's, that's, that's a terrible, that's a terrible SNL performance. Um, mm. But you know, it's like, it's a lack of humor goes hand in hand with lack of handshakes on lo- losses. Right. Wow. You know, if he had a sense of humor about himself, he he wouldn't do shit like that. Uh, what else that's are we going to talk about? Oh, we're talking about the, 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 um, the Eagles being underdogs. He sent me, uh, Dustin sent me this famous speech by, um, oh God, oh, so what is this is guy's Is this name? where the guy's all dressed up like in like a genie kind of an outfit? It's something weird like that. Um, it is, oh, J- uh, Jason uh, Kelsey's speech. Right. I like I got I got to I got to say Dustin I might need a Philly to English translator because the second half of that the full second half of that speech just and I just didn't I was like I I couldn't and then there was grown men crying in the audience like the first hundred comments on YouTube is I can't make it through the speech without crying and I'm like ah I don't know, but it's 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 something about no one believed in them that all oh, their yeah. head coach wasn't experienced enough. Mm. L- uh, was it Mark Lombardi, whichever the Lombardi Lombardi told him he didn't have what he takes. Uh, the half the guys on defense are too old and too fat. Uh, the, the Nick Foles can't like just nobody. You know, nobody believed them, and then yeah, look here, they they got the Super Bowl. Um, I, like I said, I, I wish. I wish I could give you your money's worth on that, but like it was, it, it was kind of lost on me, man. Lots of passion, though. Lots of passion. Um, but yeah, there's these underdogs, and I was thinking that like that's the best. I I, I started talking to this story, and I'm a little, I'm a little frazzled. It's kind of late at night. Uh, I may or may not have been enjoying adult uh, substances. 
uh, right before we we started recording this podcast. But I was trying to say that like the best time when I was a Colts fan was in the mid '90s, where we weren't expected to win and we went far because. Right. Yeah. In the middle of the Colts kind of like aborted dynasty where we couldn't just kind of get, oh, get the God. deal. So it's like you would put up these like 14 and two seasons, 13 and three, 12 and four. And the whole time you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to win the AFC South. Who gives a shit? Now, let's see. Are we going to honk out in the first round? Or are we going right. to do it in the AFC? It's like you don't enjoy the success right. while it's happening, because if you don't get the Super Bowl, it's all for naught. Mm-hmm. Um and like, yeah, I, I kind of like I guess I would rather be I'd rather be the Patriots. You'd rather be the Patriots where you're winning like six out of like 18 or something. Right. But like I'd rather be a team that like kind of sucks for 10 years and then has like these improbable right. two year runs of dominance and then they go back to suck. I'd rather be that than the constant on the cusp. Um, and man, what the Pacers and the Colts, I've been I've been cusped a lot. <laughs> I feel like the, the Eagles are one of those. Um, streaky teams like uh, this was like the end of their play. They, they hadn't won a a championship at the, uh, the football since before the NFL was a thing. Like oh, back did when they it was have... still like AFL NFL. Oh, okay, they had one of those like AFL champion. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they had never won a proper Super Bowl. Um, it is took them fifty two of... years and they did it. It's kind of funny that we just kind of decided, like, no, only Super Bowls count. Those old championships, those don't count. <laughs> like, in the pre-unification wars, all those records were lost <laughs> and uh, the radiation uh, over the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Seattle's always, like, expansion teamy stuff. So we're always like, I will. You... <laughs> We, we were we were founded 20 years after the first Super Bowl, so whatever. <laughs> uh, it's weird as a Colts fan because, like, we stole a team from another a city. And, like, in my, you know, it happened. And, I you know, as I got to be a Colts fan, I'm like, God, what would how would I feel if, like, <laughs> Chattanooga just grabbed the Colts and they're the Chattanooga Colts now? Uh-huh, and, like, uh-huh. and also we we not only got their uniforms and their name, but their records, too. Right. That is pretty wild. Like our Super Bowls are your Super Bowls. What the fuck? Like that's I look, man, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I can never hate you guys because we did you guys so fucking dirty. And I think right. you got you've been fairly classy about it. Like every time we come, we're the the football team from Indianapolis, and I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> like that's the that's the proper amount of disrespect to show a team that to show a city just fucking stole your team in the dead yeah. of night. Yeah, um, what it, gonna do? it really it'd be real tragic if some nowhere city like I don't know Oklahoma City stole one of your franchises. But at least they let you keep the laundry and the records, <laughs> so the so- supersonics can boom once more. Once right. you get your shit together, and the yeah, league yeah. lets you. But... <laughs> I think it's supposed to be like a shared. We share the titles. Is I it? think I don't mm. know. I don't. I don't even care. What Oklahoma Thunder. What a I don't even That's... care about the Kraken. And they're like a legit Seattle team. <laughs> MLS. <laughs> that's where it's at. <laughs> um, what, one other legendary fact about this game is there's only one punt. One punt, one sack. One punt and one sack. Um, it was just a pure game of essentially sack, offense. That, the, that that guy took to the face. Right. <laughs> Two sacks. <laughs> yeah, that is a sack of two balls, it turns out. Um, uh, 
Yeah, there's the, also go ahead. It was just a it was such an offensive game and it's like that's what the NFL wants, right? Because it's objectively more fun to watch offensive games unless you're like a bitter old like where where's the uh, where's the defense, you know, kind of a guy like come show up on third downs and get a stop here, you know. I don't know if I like a 3-6 Super Bowl, but I kind of like a a, a 16-20. Mm. You know, uh, you know, it's like so. so where, oh, that's a, that's a score that says there's like a fucking safety probably, and right, like yeah. you know, because there there can be spectacular defense too. Um, but like, yeah, if it's just like a three six slog, it's like that just feels like so futile. Like, why I like did a I, good. Um, I like a good sun fo- fireworks. I like to see a good like forty three to eight. For some reason, that number sounds you like seeing good the to beat me. down. Yeah, well, you would have loved you would have loved Super Bowl twenty, baby, because the Bears <laughs> served that up to the Patriots with style. No, oh no, of course I like a good that was a that was a Seahawks meme. Um, oh, I like a good back and forth game, of course. But yeah. the one time Seattle won it, it was an absolute massacre. So, yeah, I mean that's that that's the 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 only that's great for the home team. It's great to be able to just like let the stress of the Super Bowl bleed right. away in like the first right. quarter or two and it's just all getting drunk and feeling good and not worrying and <laughs> laughing at the like it's 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 boring to watch if you're a spectator and otherwise but like it's the best result for a home team. Yeah. But this Super Bowl for 52 was a very fun watch, especially the way that um it is it's on this it's on YouTube. You can watch it in in right. a tight two and a half if you, hours. If you Google Super Bowl fifty two, it's be the first link and it's the game in its entirety. No commercials, no halftime, no nothing. And yeah, exactly. And um uh I was really surprised with how zippy the game was. Yeah. I mean, it's still two and a half hours, but I was like, wow, this is just flying by. This is fun. It's really cool when there's there's questionable calls because like you just like, oh, you get to (laughs) see the evidence. It's like it's not like waiting five minutes. It's just like you get to see the evidence and the guy comes out and rules. I want to talk about that because there's two quote unquote controversial touchdowns that I think Mm. Chris Collinsworth low key beclowned himself on because like I watched this again today. Uh, Like Zach Ertz makes this spectacularly impressive diving catch into the end zone. Um, he's, he, he, he grabs the ball. He takes a couple of steps. Right. Yeah. And then he jumps forward and this is a fucking catch. Like I don't like the guy takes like three steps and jumps. Like I, every one of those is a football move. It looked like the, the, the ball was secure. Um, and Collinsworth is like, oh, I don't know if he had the balls. I don't know if he got this thing down. And, he does the same thing. Uh, well, that that was the the second one that I thought was was really stupid. But like the one at third down in seven minutes, too, the same thing folds to Corey Clement this time. It's like whether he had the ball secure or not. And it's like, I don't know. Like, I thought the ball looked pretty fucking secure. It's like he had it and then he like let it shift around. But it's not like he was bobbling it. Right. And I, I thought like- that was a. That was a that may be a close call, but the second one I couldn't get over. The Collinsworth is like acting like he didn't understand how the rules of the league operated anymore, right? Uh, because of this thing's being not overturned. And I think uh, I think we've gone a little too far with the like, oh, did it did it shift? It, there was there was a one eighth of a rotation. 
so that technically that's not I think we need to go back what did the football founding fathers think a catch was because they didn't have HD cameras with no, an, in slow motion replay you just it was like yeah you caught the ball you know if you went back to like Super Bowl 1 with like today's technology I bet like 90% of the catches would have been considered incomplete like they probably be like why are you throwing the ball so goddamn much you're gonna drop it or something just run it man get in the flying V and run the fucking ball like it's like cause that's like the NFL has really changed a lot since Super Bowl 1 oh, yeah. in terms of Oh yeah, the passing yeah. Is, 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 totally. uh, especially. Um, but it's fun to watch a pass. That's the thing. It is. It is. But it's fun to watch a. Oh man, I don't know. Like a a good dominant run game is hard to beat too. Really, just really is guts the defense. It charges up the offensive yeah. line. Uh, right, it's a thing I, of beauty. I'm, I'm putting myself in the eyes of like a casual fan, a Super Bowl mm. watcher who they'll watch True. one game Brings of in a lot football. of casuals, yeah. <laughs> per year and it's a Super Bowl and it's more fun to see the ball fly through the air and a, a diving spectacular catch versus Derrick Henry gets like seven and a half yards and right. all the football fans are like yard, yeah. yeah or yeah he gets like 3.5 yards but it was like a stack box and all this all the football fans are like oh my god this guy's so good and yeah it just doesn't look as good as like a deep pass for 50 you know yeah that's the thing about football is like there's like lots of different levels to appreciating it. Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah. the surface level of like, you barely can follow where the ball's going and right. like, you're kind of bewildered when things happen and you don't understand. And then you kind of get the grasp of the rules and you start knowing the players names and that, and their little idiosyncrasies and that's fun. And then you start paying attention to like line play and right. gaps yeah. and right. like, you know, coverage shells. And, but that the more you get to know it, the like, I don't know, man. I feel like football is one is is it, it's my favorite sport. I stopped watching because um, it, it's it's possible to watch Colts games in Cincinnati without like a three hundred dollars Sunday ticket, which I don't even qualify for because I could get satellite coverage. I'm just not going to like what why why can why can't I just give Amazon three hundred dollars and watch every goddamn game? Like what 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 is this terrestrial satellite bullshit that we're putting up oh, with yeah. in 2023? I mean. Yo ho ho! That's how I watch all my football. I don't pay. A, Dude, I, don't pay I can't a get. I I don't have the patience for that streaming shit. I don't have. To, I, know, I don't have the yeah. patience to click through twenty different fucking no, things. No, it's getting it's getting a lot better is in it? terms of that. It is. Yeah, like I can get you don't have into to click a, ten things now. <laughs> I can get into a game with no ads, and it'll have a pretty good stability. But mm. you are like you're behind. So if you're at all connected to other people watching the game, like yeah. on the actual feed, yeah. like it'll it'll be spoiler city. Oh, uh, because it's yeah they they see the touchdown five minutes before you do. You know. I see. I oh man, I don't know. I I I had I had uh, I had mixed results with that. I just can't believe that like HBO decoupled from cable before the fucking NFL has figured out a way to do this. <laughs> It's like uh, they must be uh, counting the beans, and it just doesn't make sense yet. Because what about Red Zone? What about Red Zone? I mean, you I can't don't like watch Red Zone. I think you Red don't? Zone's a good second screen experience, but well, it does yeah. not replace the ebb yeah. and flow of watching the actual games. No, that's true. That's that's totally true. I watched I watched the Seahawks game, and then I watched the rest of the league through Red Zone. Yeah, apparently it's only love... ten bucks on YouTube. Really? That's what mm. I heard. I just wish I could pay him 30 bucks and get every fucking game. One of these days, one of these days (laughs) we've got a, like a five point game 
Uh, we're, we're down at the end, uh, towards the end of the game. It's for five points. Uh, the, 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 the Eagles give Tom Brady about two and a half minutes. I think it was two minutes, 21 seconds. He's got the two-minute warning. He's got a timeout. And in a, NBC, as the drive starts, helpfully supplies the following Chiron. Tom Brady <laughs> has 11 game-winning drives in the fourth quarter or in overtime, five of which have been in Super Bowls. <laughs> And at that point, I was asked a live chat because we had a whole bunch Wait. of Eagles fans in there. And I'm like, okay, yeah. guys, on a scale of 1 to 10, how terrified were you at the beginning of this drive? And uh, Wookie says 10,000. Brooklyn right. MD said, I was already consoling my family members. Uh, Jim Gall <laughs> says, I was, I was shitting myself, especially the year before watching the Patriots come back against the Falcons. Right. But it turns out Brady does turn mortal. He's making plays. He's heading up the field. That was the year before it was the Falcons game. Yeah. Yeah. This massive comeback Uh, on a Then that's the things like I never I never allow myself to relax when the Patriots, especially in a situation where it's a single score and he's got two minutes. And it's like it's like it's like one of those things like it's more than I need, you know? Yeah. Um, That's where you're like. Do we let him score so that so we have enough time? To- <laughs> right, 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 right. You start playing this weird, weird thing yeah. in your head, right? Yeah. Uh, so he's moving up the field, making steady progress. On a second and uh, and two, he drops back. There's two minutes and 15 seconds still left in this game. And the front, the Patriots front line just gets overwhelmed by this aggressive Philly pass rush, and he gets strip sacked. Yeah, the one sack. Well, the one official and- sack. It's funny because, like, I I love the looks on quarterbacks' faces when they yeah, get sacked it's so because good. it's always like the most surprising thing that's ever happened to them in their life. <laughs> like, yeah. And I I think Tom Brady's got a great sack face. It's not as good as Peyton, Peyton Manning's got the best sack face in the NFL. That goofy uh, motherfucker must have been. I I can't even imagine rooting against him and seeing him get sacked just by how like his helmet will always like ride up. Because uh, it could barely fit his bulbous head, and he makes this kind of just he's just like a mewling baby getting sacked. The Tom Brady does that, and the pay, the 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 Philly comes back, plays super conservatively, just essentially just do running for up the middle for no gains, kick it settle for a field goal. Uh, Jake Elliott sinks his forty six yarder. Uh, a lot of pressure makes the game an eight point, but it's still one possession. The Patriots mm-hmm. could kick, could get get yeah. the kickoff, and they got over a minute. Brady's got no timeouts, but over a minute to march ninety-one yards. He's got to get a, a, a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Uh, but they are just—it's just—it's not like they're moving the ball, but not nearly as fast as they need to. There's a little bit of clock mismanagement. Brady's frustrated. He's got one play left. He launches the end zone, and he's targeting Gronk. Gronk. Now, Gronk, we, we talked about this in the game. He is a unit. Yes. He looks like if you had genetically engineered the perfect specimen to play tight end, something like Rob Gronkowski would pop out of that test tube. Yeah. Uh, he's just big. He's tough. He's got like an erector set battering ram on his arm. <laughs> and so. he is so much bigger than everyone around him in the end zone that like it's kind of plausible that he might catch it but he's drowned in like a sea of five eagles defensive backs can't pull it down and the game the game's over tom brady and the evil fucking patriots have been defeated have been sealed their evil has been sealed for yet another year (laughs) and the city of uh philadelphia 
battery chucking city of brotherly love gets mm-hmm. the championship monkey off their back. That's what you uh, don't see during that play is Gronkowski just getting pelted with these cells. <laughs> He's uh, going uh, up for the ball. It's just getting yeah, showered with batteries. Yeah. It was six defensive backs and about uh, 32 D cell yeah. batteries. Um, <laughs> but that's, that's the game. And, uh, I can't imagine because, like I said, it's the what a tense game that was going down to the wire with like a comeback artist like Brady and being able to finally like realize like, oh, my God, we actually won. Uh, it must have it must have felt good. Like I said, because like when the, the Colts won a Super Bowl against the Bears, that didn't feel nearly as good as the AFC championship game two weeks prior, like right. beating the yeah. beating the Patriots, especially since we came back so far in that game. Like they had us up like three scores, three and a half scores going into the, the halftime. And we came back and beat those fuckers uh, <laughs> on our home turf. That was, mm. I mean, that was like a baptism. That was like an exorcism. That was like a Roman yeah. Catholic priest and a medicine man with sage came through the RCA dome <laughs> and cleansed it. <laughs> <laughs> beating the bears is like whatever you know um kind of expected it and it would have been it would have really sucked it would have been very colts like to lose that game but we won the super bowl so I, I i have much fonder memories of the afc championship game that year than the actual nfl so beating the patriots whew, boys it feel good good for your soul everyone should do it uh i am curious so what year was uh, what season was this um the Super Bowl Fifty Two was it two thousand nineteen? So it was it was it the two thousand nineteen two thousand twenty season? I always get confused because it no, goes over. Oh, I'm sorry. It was February two thousand eighteen. So it's a two thousand seventeen two thousand eighteen season. Two thousand. All right, seventeen. Jesus, we're gearing 18, up to do Super Bowl sixteen in a few FC. years. Ugh, so, and ugh. I have living and I have living memory of Super Bowl twenty. I want <laughs> off of this train. I want off of this crazy train. Okay, so the the Eagles beat the Vikings in that uh, championship game in a in a handy fashion, seven thirty eight. Wow, that so, was which which that was pre Super Bowl, pre Super Bowl. What year yeah, was that? The, uh, so that was twenty eighteen because it would have been January twenty eighteen. What was the year that they won the pre Super Bowl? It uh. This is the same year that they won the Super Bowl. They beat the Vi- I was wondering who they beat in the NFC Championship game. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, I thought you were talking. Okay, I'm so-, so when you're saying pre-Super Bowl, you're like, that's a weird way to refer to the <laughs> NFC Championship. <laughs> but sure, the pre-Super Bowl. I thought you were talking about the last time they won oh, the AFL oh. Championship oh, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like uh, the Patriots beat the Jacksonville, a 12-7 and Jacksonville Jaguars team. Hmm. Yeah, Jacksonville kind of like, because that's the thing. It's like when I was a really big Colts fan, um, we just kind of owned AFC South. And it's like the Titans sometimes gave us trouble. Uh, but like the te- the Texans and Jaguars are just kind of like laughers. We kind of right. had an easy conference most of the time. Uh, but yeah, they've kind of, they've had a resurgence. They made it to the playoffs again. They honked out last. Did they, did, did, did they, <sighs> they lose this weekend? No, or did, they beat the charge. They beat Jim's they beloved chargers after. Yeah, that's right. They embarrassed them. Trevor Lawrence threw four interceptions in the first half. And then they turned mm. it around and won with a walk-off Mm-mm. field goal, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. They got a squad. The Jaguars are one of those teams I'm always like, I don't, like, if if you ask me to list, like, every NFL team from memory, Mm -hmm. 
the Jaguars would be one that I would that'd be one of the last ones. I'd be like, who the hell, who else? Yeah, the expansion. Yeah, it's one of those weird expansion teams. Also, do Jaguars canonically? That's not the right word because I'm talking about real life. But uh, do they have teal tongues, or is that just in the logo? Jaguars have teal tongues in the logo. It does. <laughs> I, 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 I did not know that. I now I gotta say, Jacksonville. You all have terrible uniforms. Oh, and a bad logo. Yeah, it's bad. It's it's, it's, a, it's, it's it like does, it's yeah. like the spots and the cut the teal. It just it's oof, boy. There needs to be something to change down there. That's not <laughs> not good. Not good. Yeah. Uh, who do you think has the ugliest team? The, let's let's start some real shit here at the end of the pod. Like uh, I'm sure oh, Dustin okay. came. Okay. Who's I got, we already a... told we had the Phillies got a clean uniform. You're safe. <laughs> I do uh, want to say, admire the Patriots uniforms. I think the Patriots uh, uniforms are, are spiffy. I don't like the past uniforms. I do want to say before I start throwing shade, I love the Colts unis. They're classic, classic, white and blue, simple. You know, don't mess with success. Yeah, uh, I agreed. know a lot of people will say the Seattle Seahawks have the ugliest uniforms in the in the league. Is that because I always thought they? I mean, they're very new school, but I always thought they're very sharp. Really, I is like that because that? They're, they're they're pretty bad when we go action green, but so my least mm. favorite unis has to be the Texans. I hate them. They're just really? cheesy. It, it, it's like I feel like it's a uniform for like a made up team in some football mm-hmm. movie. It's red, mm-hmm. white, and blue. Like we can do better than that. And I don't know. I just I I kind of hate the the Texans. Yeah. I think uh, the most tedious uniform known to man is the throwback Buccaneers. The creamsicle? When when they're wearing the creamsicle. You're insane. You are going to defend the creamsicle? Yeah, I love the creamsicle. With the fucking cheesy pirate dude. Pirate (laughs) Pat or whatever his name is. I don't know. I love it. I also love that they have the courage to have an unorthodox color right courage yeah yeah <laughs> it's um it's kind of the same reason why I like uh chargers powder blue like there's not a ton of powder blue i'm not a big fan of it. i know everyone loves the fucking powder blues i'm not a big fan of the the powder blues but i think uh, and the thing is i think the buccaneers got one of the best uniform glow-ups of all time like oh, really man, the, going to the that digital crimson clock and... uh-uh uh-uh no, the no, digital no. clock. What are you talking about? The, the numbers—they look like a digital oh, alarm clock. Yeah, but I mean the color scheme and the cut and the the helmet. I just uh, I think yeah, like compared to the dreamsicle shit. I don't know. Red. I don't like a bright red. I like a a darker, more maroony red. But bright red to me, yeah. you're just you're trying too hard. I don't mm. know. That's like. Uh, it's like what a four-year-old would design. <laughs> I want it to be bright red, like a fire truck. Yay! Mm. Anyway, opinions, I got them. Maybe it's because of also residual Niners hate. Mm. It is a little close to the, the 49ers palette. I don't want to talk about the Niners right now. <laughs> Those are your big division. What, uh, what your, what's your <sighs> most hated team? The, the fucking Rams, League. dude. I hate the Rams. Really? I hate the Rams. The Niners, sure, they're our official rival. And I hate the Niners, and I love beating the Reiner, the Niners. But I hate the Rams, man. Especially because of um, 
uh, God, I want to say Jim Irsay. That's not say. What was the the coat, the mustache coach they had for the longest time when they're in oh, St. Louis? They used to be. They used to be the Titans. Uh, I think coach so. Jeff Fisher, right? Jeff Fisher. Did. You know what? Jeff Fisher. Jeff fucking Fisher. Whenever he played the Seahawks, he didn't just like go to the back page of the playbook. He like dusted off some weird playbook, like experimental. Play break. He beat Kate. you dirty. That's what you're break. saying. I mean, it's it, bullshit. He he would win. He would win with like fake out. There's this one time he they scored a a, a punt return touchdown on us by having the the kick returner the punt returner pretend to like scope the ball out and pretend to catch it. Meanwhile, the ball is on the other side of the field and all the Seahawks bit on the first guy and he just does like a walk off touchdown. Like that was the kind of stuff Jeff Fisher and he would go seven and nine against the rest of the league, but beat the Seahawks twice. I hate the Rams and Aaron Donald uh, and their stupid, (laughs) handsome young coach. That's funny because I've man, it's so funny because I like I said I don't have really strong feelings against any of the NFC teams, but it's just like the Rams always seem particularly unoffensive, and then here you get these weird rivalries. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. The freaking so Rams, funny. man! I would I would gladly lose to the Niners three times in a season to beat the Rams twice. See, that's the thing is, I've got a weird residual hatred because like the Colts used to be in the AFC East, and somehow we ended up in the AFC South, even though the Bengals are in the AFC North. It's crazy. Uh, but we used to be in the same division as the Patriots when they were oh. jokes and uh, the Bills and the Dolphins. And I, I don't I uh, of course, you know, that I still feel a lot of heat towards the um, the Patriots. I still also have a surprise amount of hate for the fucking uh, Dolphins from the Dan Marino <laughs> era. Like Olden is like is like that old man embarrassed us a lot. Yeah. And the, but the, the but the Bills, I think the Bills are kind of cool. The Bills had that like run where they came, they they like were in like four or five consecutive four. Super Bowls, but they couldn't they lost win four in a row. Yeah, that's so like I can't hate a town that goes through something that fucking brutal. Yeah, I think their uniforms are cool looking, and you know what? They got a damn fine team right now, wildly entertaining team. Yeah, they so do. like I've lost all my hatred for the Bills. Or Josh Allen's the real again, but, the real deal. So and yeah. the uh, so the AFC team I hate. Uh, <laughs> because let's not forget the CLC Hawks were originally in the AFC, uh, oh, AFC West. So uh, we were the original Bronco Busters. So the Denver Broncos hate them, and the fact that Russell Wilson went to them is is even more salt and just. <laughs> oh, <fact>. that's that's <laughs> pretty brutal. If that's your most hated, like that's like you know. Because well, I, you know, I, I thought it was when Peyton Manning uh, went to the Broncos. I never wished him harm. Uh, I was a big Elway fan back in the day. You got the Horse Bros. Yeah, right. But like, you, it, the Colts cut uh, Peyton Manning, so that's different. True. Yeah, Russell we, Wilson we forced him. himself off the team. Yeah. He wanted out. Yeah, yeah. So, but we yeah. won that trade anyway. So suck it, Denver. I wish you another twenty years of suffering. Patrick McCombs. Well, it was all worth it because we got we got uh, Andrew Luck. You know, we we could have had another two Super Bowls with the Peyton Manning uh, and have him retire as a Colt. And uh, but no, 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 no. We got we got Andrew Luck. We got Andrew Luck. His career. And we got to ruin his career. And I made it all worth. I mean, all worthwhile. Luck was really good when he was good. 
Luck was really good. It's a damn shame we ruined that fine, fine young yeah. man. Uh, yeah. God damn. God damn the Colts front office. Seems like he was a little too smart for NFL. Like he wanted, I don't, it seems like he was like, no. He's like, yeah, I, I don't need to, I don't need to destroy my knees. And I'll my get back. my paycheck. And I also want to be able to enjoy my 80s. <laughs> He's like, how, how many vertebrae did Peyton Manning have fused? Oh, fuck that. No, 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 no. Uh, they, uh-uh. hmm. They did what to the vertebrae fused? Okay. Yeah, man. The Colts offensive line's been a horror show for like a decade now. I don't understand how you can fuck up that many drafts. It just seems like it just seems like just the sheer luck. Because again, the league is set up for that not to happen. You're supposed to, as you suck, get better bites at the apple. And yeah. It just our it bites seems, always turn out wormy. It seems like there's so there's what, thirty two teams and you need five O linemen. So thirty two times five that's a what a hundred and sixty. Yeah, there just it doesn't seem like there's a hundred and sixty NFL caliber offensive linemen out there. <laughs> just isn't. Yeah, especially good ones, man. We had like during the prime of Peyton's year, uh, we had such a great squad, mm. man. Uh, Tarek Glenn, just his massive left tackle, just like completely protected. But Jeff Saturday when. Uh, Oh. Kind of infamous now because he had a yeah. he had a second to dawning in the Colts and I was I was so fucking hyped for that when it was yeah. announced and like then I'm like oh he's only really cut that like coached at some weird religious high school uh, but he's <laughs> Jeff Saturday you know uh, center's smartest second smartest player in the 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 squad they always say right behind the quarterback the the center's got the the most brain right. power yeah. and understanding the game and uh, yeah. like I was like this could work to score I don't think it worked it doesn't seem like it worked. Uh, I, was really, I, I was like, I had these delusions of like Peyton Manning being the GM and Jeff Saturday being the head coach and like how fucking <laughs> rad that was going to be. But he's no more Jeff I Sunday. More, I, th- I think that uh, Peyton just really likes being in Denver and he really likes palling around to John Elway and maybe getting a partial ownership. So I, I think we're, I think the Colts have lost him. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think he lives writing. Like, and then like, if I had a choice between Denver and Indianapolis, uh, you know, Probably Denver. I have but, uh, heard I have heard a lot of these guys that could be coaches but get the opportunity to do like media stuff. Like the media mm-hmm. gig is just so much better. Oh versus yeah. coach you're living in the stadium. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Being coaches like is like executive producing on the game Game of Thrones. It just never ends. You get like three weeks off, maybe. Right. Yeah. Where you don't have to do this grueling seventy, eighty hour work week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's a bad it's 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 not it's it's a racket. Plus, like every one of them talks about how miserable it is. Like, right? Like winning is. Like we talked about this on the stream. Like winning is a relief, right? Uh, but yeah. but losses are just soul crushing. Like right, they stick right. with you, right? It's like man, mm. relatable. But man, maybe you need uh, to be more nihilistic about the results. Yeah. But then you probably wouldn't win a lot of football games. <laughs> I don't know. Every once in a while they have those like, you know, uh, what's that? Um, Phil, uh, the guy, the Lakers coach, Phil Jackson. You got these mm. like Zen monks that mm. that are, seem like they're all blissed out and they're like completely in balance. I think that's um, what you got to be, right? 
Yeah, like Tony Dungy, um, he was like a pretty far out there Christian type dude, but he seemed like he was legit, pretty grounded and, and and fairly happy, pretty even tempered. Like, I don't think you have to be a maniacal asshole to do the job. <laughs> it's just like maybe maniacal assholes are drawn to the position. You know? Oh, it's like the CEO, like the people are, thing. Yeah, it's like you know, like a, like a gentle hippie might be very good at coaching football, but they're oh. like probably going to be like, yeah, whatever, man. When, yeah, I just want I want my organic farm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, my, my organic <laughs> hemp farm. Uh, okay, I don't have much more to say. I hope I like I said I don't. Is it was this a good Super Bowl Commission podcast? I don't know. I've never done one before, and I'm I'm not saying like I don't know if I want the floodgates to open with everybody commission their favorite Super Bowl. Uh, because well, I that, the- <laughs> that, that, that I don't know. This might be a this might be a one and only one kind of thing. I don't what, know. What- let me give you my immediate feedback on this. It yeah. felt a little bit more like a NFL in general sort of a conversation. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's like I, I, the, the game is what the game was, and right. <laughs> I haven't been like I mean I haven't been plugged in to the NFL in, in several years. If, if, oh. if this had happened five years ago, boy, it'd have been a whole other whole other thing. What but. about all right? But this could also be the burgeoning new. BM Sports uh, sub <laughs> sub empire. You listen to WBLD, your number one sports talk <laughs> podcast network. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this is what you're wanting, Dustin, because I, I that's that's kind of like my feedback was too. It's like we're talking about a lot, but like you know, we we talked about it a lot, like how much we hate the Patriots. That's probably appreciated. Yeah. None of us hate the the the, the Seahawks. Uh, we talked about all the big the plays. Eagles. <laughs> see he's gonna want a refund now uh, that's my fault fair i enough. apologize fair enough, fair enough. Listen, you, I, you infected me at the bird bros meme we all we all observe sports through the lens of our own fandom i bo- i do believe so true especially true. chris collinsworth <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming on and helping me out with this jay because like i said uh jim jim uh completely was was <laughs> i don't even know what the podcast would have been mm-hmm. if it's just a one-sided me <laughs> screaming into the microphone tears off uh, jay mask it's been jim the whole time <laughs> we've got a, some exciting jay news we are going to start recording why is mr feeney a car season two mm-hmm. where we are going to sample mm. many pilots of the 80s actions we're going to be mm-hmm. looking at the a teams the airwolves mm-hmm. maybe the blue thunder fall guy macgyver uh mm-hmm. last action hero no not mm-hmm. last action hero. greatest american heroes that, that one that you yeah. want to check out yes um airwolf it's going to be a lot of we're going to we're, we're, we're going to, and maybe maybe a couple classic night riders there's a couple a couple like i would love to show the yeah. whole Garth <laughs> Garth Knight saga. I'd love to get the first appearance of the Super Pursuit mode. Uh, <laughs> the, we're keep it light, we're, and we're gonna start recording these. And uh, I think they're gonna start debuting in February. That's a feed that exists. If you didn't know about it, it was a lot of fun. We so started this last fun. year. So much. We fun. did what ten episodes of Knight Rider season one, something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, that was such a delight. I did not expect to genuinely enjoy the show. So if it's that fun. was. If that was the um, the mozzarella sticks appetizer of podcasts, I think we're going to bust out the entire sampler platter. That's right. 
with That's onion right. rings, the, waffle fries. You're, you're gonna get the Olive Garden, the Olive Garden taste, <laughs> Italy. Yes. A uh, little bit of everything. Um, yeah, I, I'm really excited to start the Wise Mr. Feeney car. Me too. Uh, also, Jay, you've got an ongoing concern. Your your Twitch streaming. Yeah. Want to talk about where people <clears throat> can find you on that? Yeah. Uh, I unfortunately I I'm sort of readjusting my schedule right now because I just started a new job. I'm one of these people who has a full time job, isn't just you know some sort of lazy uh, <laughs> podcaster all day. I'm kidding. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um. You can find me on Twitch. Uh. It's blue underscore j underscore streams but the actual the other project that i do which is much more successful is on youtube you can find me blue jay streams on youtube be forewarned that is 100 percent to catch a predator content so if you like to catch a predator check out my youtube channel uh it's fun it's fun All it makes Chris it feel Hansen better about yourself yeah Mr. Feeney, Wise Mr. Feeney coming back. Blue Jay Streams, check that out uh, for uh, the best Fall Guy. And what what are, what are you watching besides to catch a predator? Just whatever catches your fancy. Oh well, on stream, the stream is more like that's Gordon Ramsay's time to shine. Ah, <laughs> and kitchen, also, kitchen nightmares and uh, kitchen nightmares. And also lately, we've been watching um, the Japanese Iron Chef, which is surprisingly holds up quite well as a TV nice. show. Nice, yeah, nice. So that's fun. Uh, and there'll be some familiar faces there if you're a, a longtime Balmu fan. Well, thanks for being our backup. Mm-hmm. podcasting quarterback here like really it. came in you're the, the nick Foles of the super yeah. bowl 52 coverage I put, Appreciate down the, it. put down the clipboard <laughs> picked up a microphone <laughs> put you we put you in uh dustin thank you for the being a, just like i said thinking way outside the box having us uh, do this commission it's a really fun live watch i hope you've enjoyed the podcast uh if you would like to commission your very own bald move podcast it's really easy to do so. Just go to support.baldmove.com, click Commission a Podcast. It'll have all the details, the pricing, all that kind of stuff. Uh, check it out. Until the next one, I'm Aaron. I'm Jay McCain. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. Go Eagles.